This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Mission Impossible in Review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every single movie in the Mission Impossible franchise. I'm Tim Geddes. This is Andy Cortez. That over there is Kevin Coelho. And rounding out the group, Nick Scarpino. Strap into your seats, ladies and gentlemen, because there's a whole lot of nothing that's we about to come We got a movie to talk about with you. Nick, it you, definitely happens. Are you copying like notes from some sort of... Oh no! I, t- I take notes. You on the take notes, and this movie was My so God. insane, insane, <laughs> and like it kept going. That I literally so posted it moments to write diatribes about it. Yeah. So I'll skip through these, but just copying and pasting my plot summary into a word document. It is. I like that five pages. Six I, pages. Christ. One of the Six notes pages. is just re- bye bye plane. <laughs> I, <laughs> I received a tweet that said, Andy. You thought Too Fast, Too Furious was the worst movie you've ever reviewed on In Review. No. This might beat it. And I thought, no way in hell. I thought, no way in hell. I'm with you, man. And. Do you think Too Fast, Too Furious close. was the worst movie we've had to watch? Four, I, would, I, would rather, I don't think it's close. I would rather watch this is Too by Fast, Too Furious four more this times. This is worse than any X-Men movie. This is worse than Mission Possible 1. This is worse than Thor, is, Dark is, World. Oh. No. This is. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. Oh, yeah, yeah I agree with that. Easily. But, but no, the reason that I that I don't think it's as bad as Too Fast Too Furious is because I was laughing a lot, and that brought a lot of levity. Where in during Too Fast, I was it's like, not a comedy is, though. You're yeah, not exactly, supposed to be laughing. Exactly. Wait, so X, where does X Men Three rank in these uh, this movies you're talking I would about? Gladly, I don't know. Gladly yeah. watch X Men Three. I would also gladly watch the entire X Men series again. Yeah. For, uh, instead of having to watch this movie, they take Spider-Man, about the same Spider-Man amount of time. 3? I would watch <laughs> Spider Man Three again gladly. Gladly. No. <laughs> well, actually, now I'm thinking, I'm like, ah, oh, there was the box. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, today we're talking about Mission Impossible 2, released on March 24th, 2000. Oh, I didn't do the rigmarole for the show. Real quick. Uh, you can get the show every Tuesday live, twitch.tv slash games, or later on YouTube or roosterteeth.com. Uh, if you want to get the show ad-free, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, just like Patreon producer David Mintel did. Thank you very much for helping make the show happen. And if you prefer audio versions, that's cool, too, because you just go to your favorite podcast service, search for Kind of Funny Reviews, and it'll be there for you. Now back to the show. Thanks, David. Mission Impossible 2, released on March 24, 2000, four years after the first movie. Directed by John Woo, mm-hmm. um, famous Hong Kong action movie director, yep. known for A Better Tomorrow, The Killer, Hard Boiled, Hard Boiled. and Red Cliff. Have you ever seen Hard Boiled? I have not. All the Hard Boiled starring Chow Yun Fat is a bad fucking movie, like badass fucking movie. Yeah. Like there is a, the, sorry, I want to say I bad. Like I wanna, you, bad is going to be used yeah, in yeah, its yeah. traditional term <laughs> you, talking about this movie. I, I think you did this last week too. Maybe we should stop using bad in that way. Well, I just, so uh, you know, I'm it's just the whole f- leaving Neverland came out bad. I got, I'm not conflicted about sure. it. Hard Boiled has the, one Are of the you? best scenes. 
Because <laughs> I feel like I'm not conflicted. Michael <laughs> no, Jackson, a bad person. Just about, yeah, just about using the word bad. Got now it. now yeah, it's like, bad means bad again. Back, back yeah. when I grew up, bad, when you use, oh, that's bad. Yeah, oh, that's like, bad. What he means yeah. good. Mrs. Scarpino is, that's cool. I used to say yeah. bad all the time. Bad is the terrible, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, I'll tell you what, real quick. Hard boiled. Great first scene where they fight in a restaurant. And the uh, I think it's either cocaine or flour. I can't remember which one. Uh, explodes. And everyone, it gets all over everyone. At the very, very like last second, when Chai felt like dives over something and, and like fools the guy and puts a gun to his head, and the camera cuts to him and he pulls a trigger, and, like he's covered in white flour and just red blood splashed on his face. Ooh. It's fucking dope. Hard John Woo is a great director. Terrible choice for this film. So and then his <laughs> Terrible Hollywood, Hollywood movies include Hard Target. Is that a sequel to Hard Boiled? No, but that is no. <laughs> Hard Target is a classic Jean Claude Van Damme film where he has a mullet. And his name is Chance Boudreau. And when asked, why did your mom name you Chance? He goes, oh, he's a, why is your name Chance? He goes, because my mama took one. <laughs> I love that. Because my mama took one. <laughs> oh, God. That reminds me of a line in this movie that we'll talk about later. Uh, and then he also did Face Off, which I've never seen. Woo! We're doing the oh, Face Off cinematic yeah. universe? Yeah. <laughs> Face Off's one of those movies that could only be made in that place and time yeah. in history. And it is it's a movie a about John Travolta with the Con Nicolas Cage of the world. switching faces. So that so that John Travolta's character, Caster Troy, Caster Troy. So Nick Cage's character. I think Nick Cage was a good. No, John Nick Cage is a bad guy. Yeah, John Travolta's a good guy. They swap so that he can go to jail and get the goods on some plot that he's doing. But then Dude. he gets. But then Caster Troy figures it out. And he's stuck in jail as the, this guy. The, the jail, he, his wife. he leaves jail with like a mid surgery and like his face is all fucked up. And like, it's crazy, man. It's the, crazy. The jail scene where like, they had the magnets, right? Where they would, could the stop magnets, everyone. Yeah, it was yeah, kind of yeah, cool concept. Really cool concept. A budget of $125 million and a box office of $546.4 million. Oof. Bringing in that moolah. Thirty that million was for Limp Biscuit. Oh my god, yeah. I for fucking god. I forgot. Like uh the, bum, the Blu-ray bum, trailer bum. or like Blu-ray menu started and like I hear the rock version, I was like, wow, this, this dates John, John, so John, much. John. But then when the movie starts and you hear the like the like more acoustic y sounding. Like, I don't know what that's called. Yeah, it's just like a clean. I looked at G and I'm like Oh my God, West Borland fucking biscuit! <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so Probably good, the only point in this movie where I went, oh, an enjoyable thing. <laughs> an enjoyable <laughs> thing just happened. Wait, wait. Biscuit's the best part of the movie. <laughs> you didn't love the rock climbing scene in the start? That was uh, it was the pretty music was horrible. Yeah, space so out. The music in this entire fucking movie. It's All right, hold on. runtime of two hours and three fucking. <laughs> In long ass minutes. And you I feel mean, every minute. Somehow they made it so you could feel every minute twice. Well, it's because it was yeah. all in slow mo. Yeah. Not only was it all in slow mo, it's 90% of this movie is Tom Cruise looking at Tandy Newton, Tandy Newton looking at Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise looking at Sean Ambrose. I'm Sean Ambrose. Weird slow mo shot. Like everyone's. Just like lustfully looking at each other and they're all it's wearing not, turtlenecks and I don't wait, understand did, it. It's, the best thing to say about this movie is that this movie is basically MacGruber. But not meant to be funny. No. Oh, like it is okay. shot and acted and music and explosions and weird jumps and it, like it's it's MacGruber, but not ironic. It's not it's, yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where I don't I don't do a lot of drugs, but I it, it, I was like I should watch this again high out of my fucking wits <laughs> just to see if there's something the else in there. Slow stutter every five oh, seconds. Oh my god, dude! Talking about the looks though, you're so right. Everyone's just constantly like looking off. Tom oh Cruise god. specifically, I feel like his only direction from John Woo was never look into the camera, but look right away from it, mm -hmm. <laughs> very, very, very intently, and don't blink. And there's one scene where they like call attention to it, where someone asked him, are, "Like, are you listening to me?" And he's just, "Yeah." And it's like, yeah, no shit. 
What else would he be doing? Yeah. He's, he's in the scene with you. He's in the scene. There's nothing else happening except him looking away. He's listening. That's, he's listening. I've never seen someone listen that hard. Mm. In fact, hard listening. A lot of hard, hard listening. listening. There yes. were so many moments where um, Robin was playing Kingdom Hearts next to me, and I was watching with headphones. And I kept finding any reason to get up. She was like, watch the movie. I know you hate it. I was like, oh, this movie sucks so bad, dude. Like, this movie is horrible. It was, it but, was hard. But it made me laugh really hard in a lot of moments with uh -huh. weird zoom-in shots. That oh, my God, like, the kung fu zooms. Where did this camera shot come from? And this is a totally different camera they're using. It doesn't look anything like the other one. No, and, 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 it's so the bad. motorcycle scene at the end where it's... 80 seconds of just Where they motorcycle fight each other at the end <sighs> It's completely <laughs> absurd There were so many moments in this movie that like Reminded me of the Too Fast Too Furious type fucking like Jumping out of the boat yeah. and stuff like, This is so dumb in how epic they think that it is Yeah, yeah. But it's just it misses the like, mark it is, it is That's a perfect way of putting it It is the most epic miss I have ever seen in my entire like even you, you bring up Fast and Furious too. We were talking about that before we went on uh, live. I at least that movie like like that the scene at the end where they do land on the fucking yacht, even though it's not that big of a yacht, is at least gratifying. We're like, okay, yeah. like he's going for it, and Tyrese is there, and we're having fun. This has nothing. This has no all of the action in this movie almost feels like they had to do it, and they just kind of figured it out when they show up. Like yeah. we get to that shootout scene. Where he has to go into the building for I have no idea why they let him break into the building even though they're going to break into the building too, and they shoot they're shooting out none of that matters at all and even the actors are bored in the scene he's just kind of blind firing around a corner and then from no and my, my wife brought this the up she's like dove. she was like oh there's a fucking white dove, 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 dove dude and my wife brought this up she was like why does he like her so much they just met yeah. he's like I won't let him take you and then blows up a wall and jumps out I'm like yeah, what fuck you I mean there's two good reasons and they let us know about them like god damn I have seen less boobs in porn before like why were those shots so dramatic where the camera was like on top of her on top of her it's like, so this and there's is, like there's oh, some also speaking of that I'm, I'm not trying to get on some fucking high horse like you know feminist agenda mm, shit. Mm, the Let shit they say about women in this movie is not fucking ridiculous. The shit they say. Let me ask you a question: Does a single woman have a line in this movie besides? No, Tandy. I don't think so. They don't. There's salsa dancers in the beginning, and then there's no other woman even on screen. Wait, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa! That's a good there's point. the woman singing in the cool rock climbing scene. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. There is the random what ass the fucking horror. Not only, not only that, that comes but then, up throughout the movie. There's just like song choice. I don't know. I don't know. This movie is. It's just one of those like. Man, I was I was I was a good hour into this. They and I was missed like, everything, I, and, I, and I was like, I don't even want to fucking pause it. They missed I everything. Don't that is know. so fucking right. I have never seen a movie, and I, I kind of said this about last week uh, for a little bit was a criticism where I'm like, I just don't really know what's going on all the time in this movie. I have never seen a movie where the entire time I'm like, who is that? Why are they doing this? Why are the horse How? What's the point? <laughs> like towards the end when there's like the big chase scenes going on, I'm like, who are all these guys chasing him? Why is there so many cars? I don't know. And it's just like, I just don't even understand. And it's like, then you just get the fucking other guy on the motorcycle. Yeah. Halfway through it, I just thought Mission Impossible 1 is leagues better than this. So and that's better. the thing. Like, Mission Impossible 1 was, you, it feels needlessly complicated until you get to this. And then you go, oh, no, this is needlessly complicated. Mm -hmm. Like, this is, this is somehow simultaneously overcomplicated and dumb as shit. Like, 
You look at this, you're like, none of this has to, has any. This, this is this is a perfect example of people writing the next beat with zero understanding of what came before or what's going to come after. You know, it'd be really cool if he jumps on a motorcycle here. Uh, John, that makes no sense. Uh, there's lots of people behind him, and motorcycle has no shielding no whatsoever. Covers. I said motorcycle. <laughs> All, right. All right. Hey, but you know what? If he's on a motorcycle. The other guy has to be on a motorcycle too, right? I like where your fucking head's at. Get him on a red one though, so we know the difference because they fucking look exactly, exactly the same. same. Yeah. They're the exact same look. That's the point. There were though, many man. there were many moments where I thought that that's it's a bad so stunt double. Bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I, I was like, oh no, it's the other it's guy. Like, oh, it's yeah. the other guy. Yeah. Got it. It's like the uh, end of a Marvel movie. It's like he has to face himself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Also, um I get it, and, and Barrett brought up a good point. That was the point. Like that was supposed to be the point, was that this guy was the baddie thing. Oh, as foreshadowed by the beginning of the fucking movie. Right. Where he's like, <laughs> I don't like you and I I've learned everything about you, and I'm you, oh, right? Because I'm actually you. Uh, but I think they did. It. If you want to see a movie that actually does this slightly better, Goldeneye is a better example. That's oh, what yeah. I was you say. have the two 006, yeah. 007, yeah. and there is a real conflict between them. Of like, hey, you've done this whole thing for England, and I, it fucked me over, and you shouldn't. And that's, and they were actually friends, and actually conflicted about killing each other. That's a much better way to do it. Um, really quick, Sorry, Tandy. Barrett, did Noon? I jump on your? I was Tandy. 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 Not Tandy. Nick Scarfino before this show looked it up, and it is in fact. My wife, who is league smarter than I am when it comes to everything, was like, I was like, oh man, Thandy, a young Thandy Newton. She was like, I think. So young. It's Tandy. And I'm like, God, you're probably right. I've never heard anyone say that word. I've never. And so I looked it up today and I. Spoilers, tune into Internet Explorers next Monday because we're yeah. going through a long list of shit that I have said wrong Nick my has, entire like, life. found a list of people's names that everyone says wrong. And it, oh man, did you know how Rihanna's name is said? Because it's not Rihanna. Oh no. It's Shh. Rihanna. No, no, I didn't believe. I really told Nick. I don't believe you. He pulled it up, and it's literally them saying their own names. Like it's Rihanna. It's Rihanna. What? Like it's not Zendaya. It's Zendaya. I knew that one. The whole fucking. Oh, what about what about what's your face? Singer, little girl, singer, bad baby. See ya. You thinking bad baby? No, the, I mean it's the most popular singer in the world right now. Ariana Grande. Yeah, it's 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 Ariana Grande. Yeah, that's, that's how, how it's really. Well, that's how someone really? told me last week. Yeah, it's Grandy. I, I can't confirm that one on the See, list. I don't on the believe list. that. Like that one sounds just like factually wrong. <laughs> no, it's totally true. Totally. True. I, mean, I, I go to Starbucks. To list. I go to Starbucks every day, Andy. I know how to say the word Grandy. I feel like you, this movie, every single scene was just an excuse for them to get to another scene where Tom Cruise can spin around a Dude. lot. Like he's or kick flips. He does a lot of kick flips. He, he in spins this. up. At, he spins I, sideways. He spins on motorcycles. He spins in cars with other spinning. cars. Dude, at spinning. one point, he kicks. He does like a. Front flip. Well, I guess a back flip. He does the guile. He, yeah. yeah. He yeah. kicks kick. he kicks the dude's gun and with his other foot kicks the dude down. In the fucking face, man. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> what I love is that not, none of us want to go through the plot of this <laughs> Let's movie. Let's get to the plot. We're so set. We're like Greg is missing. Well, okay. I was I was getting into it nah, with you. you. Just gotta get to it. You want to go? Let's get this Ladies and gentlemen, we're in Sydney, Australia, mm -hmm. and the bad guy from the movie The Saint is working on the secret of the ooze because he's <laughs> in a lab that's really LED. -y. A lot of LED. -y. I'll tell you what. If we had to work in that environment, I'd go even more fucking insane than I am right now. But it doesn't matter because he's talking to himself yes. or what you think is himself. But no, he's really talking to his friend Dimitri, and he says, "Dimitri, I need you to come to Sydney, and then we're gonna go to Atlanta. So meet me in Sydney, so we can fly all the way across the other side of the fucking world to Atlanta." Atlanta. Don't just meet me there. Where apparently I don't know why he's going to Atlanta. But later, to it's explained that Atlanta is where the CDC is, and we see, we see him shoot himself up with something which is Chimera. 
right? cool name. Chimera. Which is cool. Yeah. Uh, then he walks outside, and I just have a note that says, kids are creepy, and the song Pockets Full of Posies is very creepy. Yo, what the fuck <laughs> is really this? creepy? Hold on. Like, I forgot about that. Yeah. Why? What was that supposed I think, to be? I we think we're supposed to see the world that he was about to destroy because of Chimera. Well, and we hear him say the the, the, the word, or like, what, what are you going to say? I was just, I feel like he was trying to like be like, oh, this is the world he's protecting. Yeah, that's exactly. By well, infecting himself. Isn't, isn't that song? i hours. And, like, the that, that song's ashes, about ashes, ashes, it's about nukes. No, no, no it's, it's, that it's song's about, about the black plague. Put that out the there. plague, right? Yeah. yeah, it's about the plague. So I think it was supposed to be like this visual representation. That is a little of, like, too on the nose. He created yeah. the plague. Yeah. Too on the nose. Really? Because later we Fuck, get the actual like mythology behind Chimera. That's fucking on the nose. Yeah. But it doesn't matter uh, because he wants Dimitri to come. Me, I can't get on the plane without you, Dimitri. And we cut to the plane, and guess who Dimitri is. Tom, Tom Cruise. motherfucking long-haired Cruz. Great oh, hair in this movie. Don't yeah. like it. Great hair. I love it. I, I hate it. I was look. like, Paul, no, look how I good hate the way, I hate the way it looks later on in the action scenes, because that's when it starts to look like he looks Home like Improvement kids. He looks like one of the Beatles. It looks like the kids from Home Improvement, or like when Sean Hunter's hair wasn't as cool. Mm. It's cool when he's just relaxed and chilling, but when he's in action, it starts to look like product. a mushroom cut. That's what so it was. It looks like the mushroom bowl It's cut. also one of those things where, just to take a second, like, look at the difference between action heroes back in the 90s and now. He is just waifishly skinny, beautiful hair, kind of boy bandish. Mm -hmm. And now, like, you'll see as we get later, everyone's a lot more fit and a lot more like they. Like, you've seen the trailer for uh, whatever the last one was where fucking Superman was like, you know, he does the fucking, like, ah. Everyone's more jacked. Everyone's a lot more like. It looks like they could physically do the things they're doing in the movies. Yeah. Not this one, ladies and gentlemen. We're back on this plane. Nice looking plane. Tell you that right now. We're seeing lots of weird people on the plane, though, just showing you shots of other people, including the pilot. Keep that in mind for five mm-hmm. minutes from now. He looks when, fishy. When we lose, he's like, do you think everything's going to be okay? And he's got this attache case. And you're like, oh, the thing's in the attache case, even though the audience knows he fucking shot himself up with the thing. This movie and he's only got 20 hours, by the way. We to reveal up. to the audience the thing before they show it to the, the characters. Well, nothing's it, more suspenseful right than before. the characters not knowing, but the audience knowing and not caring. Not caring right, at all. Right. Uh, we also established that uh, T minus 20 hours, right? This guy's got 20 hours before he's dead as fucking disco. Right, uh, which is great because that would have been something fun too to like maybe do later when when Tandy Newton gets it. But don't worry about that. We got it right now. Let's get it all out of the way now so we can just enjoy the balletic dancing in this movie. Uh, he's like, uh, it's dropping air pressure, and the things come from the the ceiling, and he goes, "Is everything gonna be okay?" And Tom Cruise is like, "Yeah, it's fine, man. I'll I'm go check. Go, I'm gonna go check it I'm out. I'm gonna go check it out. Just put on your mask. Yeah, just make sure you're wearing. Hey, your if you're on a plane and the oxygen mask drops." That's not a good sign. No. That's a bad sign. Mm. That's a drop in cabin pressure. You're all going to die. Especially if you're carrying this virus and you know people are after you. Right, exactly. I'd be like, this shit's going down, right? Uh, And then, oh no, uh, it's revealed. This is not Tom Cruise. Mm -mm. Uh -uh. Oh Mm -mm. no, this is someone else that we've never... But they do introduce one element that I really appreciate in this, right? Which is instead of Tom Cruise dressing up as himself and other characters, they do the mask pull, which is actually kind of cool. And they've got the... He's got the voice modulating chip. That was... The sticker I, thing, I which actually I think is really cool. like this moment where they pull the mask because I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah, that got me too, Kevin. I yeah. was like, oh shit, I got and got. Was, that yeah. was cool. I got got. And then there's another moment later where they do it again where I was like, I like the use of this mask and I like the introduction of the voice modulator because that makes a lot of sense. I mean, not science wise. No, no. But like, it's cool that like they're like, okay, it sounds like Tom science, Cruise. Science, science, science with Kev. I'm Kevin. Kev. I don't think that that would work like that. I don't think you could put like something that I'm sure is like electrocuting you. I also don't think you could wear someone else's face. So you're I right. I mean, you could wear someone else's face. Yeah. 
Definitely I don't think good. it would look that good. Probably though. not. I don't, I don't know. About it doesn't that. matter, ladies and gentlemen, because to cover up killing this guy, they take down the entire fucking who is plane. It? Who is this guy? The guy the, from the, the, the bad guy. The bad guy is the yeah. Sean Ambrose. Oh, oh, you mean the guy that takes off the mask and mm-hmm. we revealed our the, the grand villain, the grand antagonist of this whole thing? His name is Sean Ambrose. Oh, Sean Ambrose. Yeah. My name off, is Sean Ambrose. Did you understand Ambrose. a single word he said in the entire no. movie? He's very Scottish. Well, I watched, oh with, I watched with Captain or Irish. So yes, I, I, uh, it was, I also I, have no problem understanding I, Scottish accents. I had such a problem. I couldn't understand a thing he was really? saying. I mean, Tim, um, you're kind of dumb, though. This, this, That's true. But this comes from uh, <laughs> Blackjack. Uh, the Patreon supporter Blackjack, he had an idea for the name for the, the trivia. The facts, should you choose to accept them? Oh, Ooh, that's good. Now. That's, that's really great. good. I do like that a lot. So we're going we're gonna to use that. Uh, Doug Ray Scott, who's the bad guy in this, yeah. uh, was also cast as Wolverine in X-Men. He was However, to be the original However, delays Wolverine. on Mission Impossible forced him to pull out of the X-Men role. The then relatively unknown Hugh Jackman was cast in his place. And in some weird, fun news related to this, Ian McKellen was offered a part in Mission Impossible 2, but he didn't like that they wouldn't let him see the whole script. So he turned it down. Yes. And he was oh, offered, good call. He was offered the part of Magneto and X-Men the next day. Instead, oh, they, they hired Anthony Hopkins for the role. Which was due to shoot at the same time. While he would have been great in Mission Impossible, that was probably the right choice for both him and audiences everywhere. McKellen also says he was lucky he didn't take it for another reason. He was due to play Gang off right after he filmed X-Men and had to make sure to wrap on time. Mission Impossible 2 kept being delayed and he said if I decided to do that I would not have been an X-Men or Lord of the oh Rings. Oh my god yeah. that would have been a disaster for him. Now, what, dude, know, how been fucking a part of an bad Oscar award winning does movie? that guy feel that he took Mission Impossible 2 <laughs> and not X-Men? Oh what a well, terrible terrible choice. I don't think that choice. they were both up for the same roles. No the guy was he was saying that he took Mission Impossible 2 the so guy that was the bad guy was supposed oh, to be Wolverine got it, got it. Sorry I, th- I thought you were talking about Ian McKellen. No 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 Ian McKellen made the 100% right choice. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what the pilot of this plane didn't because he wakes up right before he gets fucking just <laughs> hammers this into the, the thing. The plane takes really off sad. its mask and it was really a boat. Right. Like, oh, oh shit. But I'll tell you what mountains did somebody say mountains? We catch up with Ethan Hunt, who I guess is still on vacation from uh, Prague, or the last one. He's growing his hair out, and he had, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? He's gotten into free solo climbing, which is great. (laughs) And he looks just fantastic. Climbing up the mountain, uh, we're hearing a really weird song play. Horrible song. The the music in this movie across the board is just trash. You know know what? It it, it really feels like a television show, like a bad TV show. It's 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 distracting distracting. in every scene. But he's climbing up. I don't think it could have been a worse music choice, honestly. And he go and, and he, oh my god, he's about to fall. <laughs> like I'm thinking right now, I, just, I can't. <laughs> but he catches himself, and it's actually a cool scene. Beautiful this whole shot. scene is Dude, cool. As it's fun. really cool. But that that falling music. thing, like he was about like he was gonna die. half a second away from dying when he's like holding himself because he tries like to make this. a jump. He was like cool he tries to make that jump, yeah. and it was it's trippy. But shit. there's also uh, that great music hit as soon as he lands, and that's where the beat comes in. You're like, yeah, I'm really feeling this now. More facts for you. Cruz demanded that the cliff scene in Mission Impossible 2 be filmed on a real cliff instead of a soundstage. He scaled the cliff, jumped over a drop, and hung from a cliff ledge wearing only a safety cable. Director John Woo was so scared about him performing the stunt that he couldn't even watch the monitor as they filmed Cruz on the cliff. It took seven takes to get it right. And honestly, I'm like not gonna go into a lot more of the him jumping off shit trivia because anything you see him jump off, guess what? Tom Cruise fucking jumped off. But but again, He's so cool. And this is I mean, it is fucking cool because yeah. this scene is the best scene of the fucking yeah. movie. Because you actually feel like he's doing something. It's so shit. tense. And I, it's cool. You could feel the grittiness of the fingers, the fucking, like with the, the chalk, chalk the on chalk. the rock. Yeah. yeah, you could tell his fingers feel real Which hard. Which is great. I, just, yeah. I honestly believe that these movies are like continuing. 
because he wants to do cool stunts. That's 100% like, as, true. As it continues, it is 100% you're going to see true. he keeps doing fucking cool stunts. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and, but let me tell you, man, what a great feeling he must have had climbing up this building and then just totally decimated by the fact that a fucking helicopter comes out of nowhere and shoots an RPG at him. And he's not. He's like, all right. Don't give a fuck. But he it's knows. not an RPG, ladies and gentlemen. It's a pair of Oakley sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> this, whole sequence, this whole sequence is straight out of the intro when they would do the movie awards parodies oh, yeah. on MTV. Oh, yeah. This is exactly what all this feels like. Of like, he pulls out and it's like an award. Like, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. expecting. It's so goddamn horrible, dude. Dude, he puts these sunglasses on, and whose voice do we hear? That's right. Transformers The Last Night. No. Anthony Hopkins is in this movie. I totally forgot he was in this movie because he's not. He plays a fucking throwaway character, character, just a total useless character. He's the one giving him the missions. Uh, and the message is like, hey, man, somebody stole this thing called Chimera and you have to pick your team. But you can have anyone you want, but you have to have Tandy Newton. She has to be on this team. And I'm not going to tell you why, because that's a reveal <laughs> five minutes from now. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Exactly. And this message is going to self-destruct in 10 seconds. And he takes the glasses five, off. Five, five seconds. seconds. Which, Which is dangerous yeah, for him very dangerous. on someone's face. Very like, dangerous. Oh, shit, shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, he's cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Like, what like, I'm in a restroom stall. But it's so cool because he takes it and he throws it toward the camera and it explodes. And, and this we is when we the... first get our slow-mo. Oh, my God. Just like why? So why is this fucking happening? The, right now? It's, it's also just, where we get the intro, right? The the Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah. another terrible title. Yeah, card just better than last time though. <laughs> Quick question, because uh, I feel like last week we talked about the end of Mission Impossible One. I was under the understanding that he became the new leader guy. Um, yes, but not in this. Let's well, just this, put is it like, no, no. this is like honestly but he's still too made fast the too team. furious to this. He is, yeah, he is, yeah, he yeah. is, he is, he is the team. kind of pretend things out. He has yeah, become right. the team leader, and that's what this is. Like, so, okay. so this, the Oakleys is the, this message was self-destruct, like, mm. like Ethan, like you have to put this team together. Except it's not really, they don't give him a lot of like, uh, they don't do a lot no, of I get that, that, but I, oh. Well, Phelps, was, Jim was just the oh, leader of the team. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't the CIA okay. head or anything like yeah. that. Phelps was the one that got that message. Yeah. yeah. Originally. The beginning. Yeah. yeah. What they yeah. added was sense. Anthony Hopkins being like the point man that was. Anthony Hopkins is the Kittredge in this. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, the CIA. Right. Who, who the that? CIA. Why wouldn't they just use Kittredge? I think Kittredge, like that, after the whole debacle, they were just like, dude, we can't trust you. Also, too many <laughs> close up shots of you. Yeah. The guy at the restaurant, the aquarium we, we've restaurant. seen up yeah. your nose too many uh, times. At, at the end of one, he definitely, like, he's going to vacation, but he's also getting a mission. Was he just like, meh? I think it's a different mission. I think oh, that was, yeah, that was yeah, years. The hair, yeah. the hair man. Sure, he grew sure. up the hair. The hair uh, <laughs> we need you to go and find Tandy Newton's character in Seville, Spain, where they do nothing but flamenco dance. That's it, man. Oh, my and God. And let me tell you, I I've dancing. seen some real cool effects before in my life. <laughs> the green screen. effects artist, I've made some oh. cool effects. But the flamenco dancing comp, like compositing in this. <laughs> It's so fucking bad. And this is, but, but the good thing about this scene is this is where we get the first time where people stare at each other. And he sees Tandy Newton and she sees him. And then he sees her and she sees him and he sees her and she sees him. And, and then scene. she disappears. But there's also a guy on the right she just side of the screen. disappears into someone's fucking There's jacket. a guy on the right side of the screen that looks like he is Compton, I swear to Christ. They are all Compton. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, it's so bad. If you look close, there's actually like a little green outline. They were like, we don't even worry about taking the green so, out. Just get him like, on the I fucking I thought they screen. were trying to like set up something. And I was like, oh, is there like, another? Who's this random man? 
is this his team? And like we're getting the first reveal of like, oh look at his team yeah. that he's already started setting it up. It looked like when no. we comped ourselves into uh the the Captain America Civil War oh, yeah. ad when we were advertising our the baseball hat. hat. That's what it looked like, dude. It looked <laughs> oh, terrible. It's bad. Well, we did a really good job, is what it we was. Did great, yeah, yeah, we did a great job. <laughs> uh so we're in Spain, uh, and we get that Tandy Newton is uh, she starts breaking into this cool place because she wants to steal his dope ass necklace. Uh but guess who's there as well? Uh it's it's Tom Cruise. Uh it's Tom Cruise. And uh they, he was like, Hey, don't do that. It's not that one, it's that one. And he starts telling her all sorts of stuff that how's he know? It's Tom Cruise, of course. And, and then, Tom Cruise. Oh no, it's it's <laughs> Tom Cruise. Uh oh no, it's the guards. Right? And where this scene's supposed to be sexy. It's not. It's no, just weird. It's and she pulls, weird. she pulls him on top of her. And then she goes, Do you mind if I'm on top? And he's like, I don't mind if you're on top. And there's a just a, it's not even a sexual mind, like, innuendo. Faster. It's literally just like, <laughs> this is weird. She's breaking in, uh, and, and she finds this beautiful Bulgari necklace. And then he's like, Oh, don't shut the door. And I don't know why, but if you shut the door to the thing you just broke into, that's when the security alarm goes off and all the guards come. Uh, thanks, Big. It thanks, seemed like you. it was on a pressure sensor because they talk Some about that later. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he, but it's all cool because guess what? Uh, Tom Cruise is the head of security for this place. Yeah. He's had one day, mm-hmm. and he's become the head of security hey, for this bad guy in one day. Apologize immediately. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that so he's like, so "Hey, I think I'm gonna. Uh, we'll tweak some stuff. Don't worry, man. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, yeah, give yeah. give the necklace back." And she's like, oh, "I gotta give him the necklace back." And it's like pretty obvious that she was stealing it, but we don't care. As about if that. Tom Cruise were Darth Vader and he was in like Force Choke and like apologize to him now. <laughs> like it's so stupid, dude. Uh, Tom, but but Tom Cruise walks her out and is like, "Hey, you know, what? I got a confession to make." I was actually the one that triggered the alarm and fucked you over. From, from You could have made like $2 million off this, but I fucked you over. Uh, but I need you for a job. And she goes, I don't put up with cheeky bastards. And then she leaves. And he's like, I guess I'm a cheeky bastard. But it's okay, because I can find you no matter where you're at in the world. Movie's over. I can find you no matter where you're at <laughs> in the world. No. <laughs> uh, he Basically, the job, he was like, I need you for a job. And all your problems with Interpol and FBI and all the agencies are going to go away. And she's like, ah, fuck you. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, uh, but then they catch up, I believe. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Then we get just this great scene that again was done so much better in GoldenEye, where they're racing down the mountain. And so the the flamingo scene was where we were introduced to not one but two key components of this movie. Okay, long staring slow motion and spinning. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the theme of spinning backed up here again when his really weird dorky car and her really weird dorky car. Bang together and spin together, and she goes almost off the cliff. It was an Audi and like a Ferrari. Yeah, and that was a Porsche and Audi, and they were like lame ass, like '90s versions. Of, like the '90s <laughs> were not. But also, were not, a, were not cool. good. But we had that moment where she's like, "All right, well, if you can catch me," because he calls her on her car phone with his old ass Nokia phone, and she's like, "I don't even have this number." And uh, then it's like, "Oh yeah, catch me." And then they're racing, and I guess he's winning. She's trying to murder him. Yeah, and then she's just like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to just use this card to push you off the road. And then he saves her life. She's hanging off the fucking thing, and he jumps in, and he saves her life. And they're like, hey, the car's hanging off the thing, but we'll just sit in it for a bit. But the the music cut of the the, the slow-mo spinning... The, the music terrified. choice that like they again, popped each other. into there horrible. Why? It's, like where'd they even fucking get that? But Nick, you you totally nailed this. Where it's like this scene, I think represents the entire movie. Where it's the only scene in the movie that I can remember that combines all of the things. All the elements. Where it has spinning the looking, the spinning, and the slow mo. Yeah. 
like all together. And like, the weird whoa. music choice. And the weird music. Choice. Yeah. Whoa. We're dude, really, honestly, the first time when we when you saw him in the car spun together, the cycle I was right like, there. this is cool. But then they kept doing it. This and it ends so in this thing. They were spinning for so I'll long. For you. Uh, <laughs> Tandy Newton uh, was worried about driving on the left side of a car for the car chase because she's British and wasn't used to it. Uh, so the filmmakers hit a stunt driver in the passenger seat of her car who could drive if the scene got out of control. Oh, cool. Cool. How would well, that was he work? Just, were they going to switch? Yeah. Was he going to be like, come on, and be like, oh, I got it. I don't know. Right. Maybe it was like one of those driver's ed cars where you have the, <laughs> the steering wheels on both sides sort of thing. Doesn't matter because guess what this scene did, man. It just put these two right back. And they've. They, if you thought they had chemistry in the last scene, boy, you were wrong. Now they kissed. But now they kissed. And that's how relationships mm-hmm. work. And Love. now we're going to go True. right to the hotel and they just fucked. They got yeah, they it did. fucking on. And also, which seems um, fast, but whatever. I didn't I realize this, but uh, Fast and Furious just totally borrowed their little love theme where they're laying there in bed. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm just getting flashbacks to Dom and Letty because yep. it's the exact same fucking, like, just uh, like music. Yeah, just the exact same song playing. I'm just like, oh my God. Or the Spain, exact same yeah. level of chemistry between the two. Oh, yeah. as, that is to say, zero. But. The theme of this movie is, hey, this is not exactly by the book. And I'm going, I'm Ethan Hunt, and I'm a guy that usually gets it done, but wow, you have spun me like around, round like a hurricane, Tandy Newton, <laughs> right even though around. I've only known you for right about around. 10, 15 minutes total, Max, yeah. really total. Yeah. But I'm madly in love with you, and to the point where I'm willing to sacrifice king and country for you because you are my everything. He's but. What's that? I said he's not British. Tandy is. Who knows? <laughs> it's her king. I'm fucking he's American. I don't sacrifice my own country. Fuck no. America. Uh, then we go to a scary torch parade, which is terrifying. And Ethan yeah, meets weird. up with Anthony Hopkins, who again, scary I mean, I talked about him five seconds ago. I totally forgot he was in this movie until I read that line <laughs> again. And um, uh, 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 he's like, he says the thing. Sorry for interrupting your vacation. And then Tom Cruise says, oh, sorry, I didn't tell you where I was. And he goes, hey, if you had, it wouldn't have been a vacation, right? That's 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 fun. And well, they brought back to, that line from the first, yeah. from the intro. Is that yeah, from the intro? In, whatever. The cool it was. callback. Yeah, and then the, and then they do it like ten more times. Callback. Yeah. Uh, then they do it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he shows him the message from the bad guy, uh, the guy, the bad guy from the saint, and he says, "We got." And Tom Cruise goes, "Oh shit, we got to get him out. How do we do this?" And he goes, "It's too late. He's dead. He's dead." Uh, uh, we couldn't find you, so we used Sean Ambrose, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, he doubled as you. So we get that, and this is a huge, supposed to be a huge reveal, right? Which would have been a really cool reveal if we hadn't already seen him tear off the thing. And who the fuck is Sean Ambrose? Who cares? It's weird. Um, and then uh, uh, he goes, that's why I wanted you to have Tandy Newton, because Tandy Newton and Ambrose used to bang it out. Uh, but we're going to use her to get close to him and find out why, what he's going to do with Chimera, because he's gone rogue, apparently, which, which kind of should have been a bigger deal, I yeah. think, in the movie. Yeah. But we're like, okay, he's, an, he's a mission. He's an MIF guy or IMF guy. Guys? He's one of your guys. And now he's back. Okay. But okay, like, he's bad. Like, cool. what did you do to fuck him over? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like they didn't. I think he just wanted money. It's like they expected him to go like rogue or something. It was fucking weird. And then he we get a, a plant very, the whole time. I, I made a note of this because we get a really weird line where, where where Tom Cruise goes, "Look, she's got no training for this sort of thing." And Anthony Hopkins goes, "Hey, man, she's a woman. She's got all the training she needs to go to bed with a man and lie to him." Jesus! And I, wow. And I wrote the question: Who hurt you, Anthony <laughs> Hopkins? Because <laughs> my lying bitch of a wife. Oh my god! I was like, that line just—I was like, dude, like, yeah. talk about yeah. being not fair and measured. Like, like what is just the inappropriate oh. thing to say? Well, we get another moment like that where the guys, like the the bad guy, is talking to his like henchman, and then like he's like, she's probably here for bad reasons, and he's like, fuck it, 
I'm okay with that. And then cuts off his pinky. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get, I made notes of all the incredibly demeaning lines good, good. that the guys also, say in this movie man, toward the only, you're right, the only woman the only in this woman fucking in movie. In movie. <laughs> it, it's so much fun looking at your notes. Mm-hmm. Where it's just Shana, uh, Sean Ambrose. Lame name. <laughs> Sean Ambrose. Because you know what I mean? Like, Sean Ambrose is a character you, you expect it in, like, a fucking young adult television show. Like, he's the guy that James Vanderbeek has to fight for fucking yeah, Pacey or whatever. The quarterback. The yeah. Oh, God. What a terror. Oh, and this man. thing is just, it just does not know what it wants to be, this movie. Uh, and that's sad. Uh, but he go, he meets up back up with Tandy Newton. He gives her the ultimatum. He says, look, I need you to do this. What? Uh, what's up? Sorry, there was just one more that I wanted to like give attention to because it was like, and what if she doesn't want to do it? Show her this. And it's the oldest digital camera I've ever seen. Oh my God. It was a Old giant screen with a little screen this big. Yeah. On it. it was like a half inch by yeah. half inch display. Oh my God. Yeah, and we're we're going to get to the technology in yeah. this movie a little bit later. But before we do, uh, uh, he's got this thing, and you got it. You got it. I need you for this. And you got it. This is your decision. And she's like, I well. Uh, and they get it, and then he's got this great line. Would it make you feel any better if I didn't want you to do this? Uh, and she said yes. And he goes, "Well, then feel better." Because <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> We've known each other for decades, fifteen minutes, <laughs> and I love you, Tandy. <laughs> well, then, feel that's what he says. Well, then feel better. And she goes, "You know what? I'm going to do this for you, Ethan. I'm going to do this for you because we're in love." I, I have a question for you guys, and no spoilers for the future. I just want to know, like, does he get better? Who? Or does he always have these fucking weird? I'm just, he gets listen, better. listen. Okay. Let's just get through this one. Okay. Okay. Let's just say this. The series up until this point has had a hard time finding its identity. We'll leave it at that. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Uh Let's see. Uh, so they, of course, they, then they go, uh, you know, Sean, uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make you, uh, Sean Ambrose, I don't know a thing about him, but I know everything about him. And guess what? He is the kind of guy that is a sucker for a damsel in distress. So we're going to get you arrested. And he's going to see that pop up on the on the, on the Interpols and all stuff, because I guess he just spends his days and nights mm-hmm. like a fucking would-be detective in Gotham City listening to the police scanner, except he's in fucking Australia they, and finds her and she gets arrested and he's like, I gotta go save her. They did explain that he was listening to stuff because of his, like, heist. Because of the fact that he downed a plane? Yeah. Fair. Fair point. <laughs> uh, but it worked! And he sees her, and he's like, oh, you're in! I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come save you. Oh my god. And then, then we get the most bizarre shot in this movie, which is saying something, because we see her with her stupid little scarf on a boat, and then that boat takes forever to get to the dock. But then they get off the dock. And then you start seeing her walk. And they cut away and back to it. So to Ethan, this But Ethan's me. watching. Because, by the way, before this, they shot her with they shot her up with the, in the fucking heel. GPS. With the GPS. The yeah. untraceable thing. Which you were like, oh, at some Only point they're going to figure to out that this it's going to be. laptop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Only one laptop. <laughs> Satellites. Only dude. one laptop. It, it makes sense. But this reminded me of the Fast 6 airplane runway thing. Where I'm just like, this is the <laughs> longest dock in the fucking history of docks. And she's walking. And about halfway through, it was insult to injury. Because it goes slow-mo yeah. of her walk. I'm like, yeah. we've already seen her walk normal speed. Well, what happened was... Then she gets to the end. She gets to the fucking end. And he looks at her. And he goes... And it looks like he's about to punch, her in, punch her in the face. But then it slow-mos again. And he grabs her scarf. And she's <laughs> like, oh. Like, that's supposed to be sexy. What you grab my fuck? scarf. But the horrible thing about the slow-mo is, like, it's not like it's a high-speed camera slowed no, down. No, it no. is just... A 24 point whatever frame per second slow camera down. slowed down like in post. And I, it have looks a note, garbage, I have a note about man. this too. I was like, so so at this point, 
she goes to Shine Ambrose's mansion and he looks at her uh, and and like he definitely wants to have sex with her. And everything is slow mo. Even the blonde guy who is the pilot was slow mo. They cut to him for some reason and he's looking at just so you know he's not cool with this. Because they were homies before. And the thing and is, bros before hosts. There yeah. was a question for way too long in this movie of who is this fucking is, guy? Is this guy just trying to fuck her? Like, is, is he in love with her? Or is he suspicious of her? Or both. I don't know. I think he was in love with her. I think I, it was clear that, like... Really? No. See? That's yeah. that's no not love. He, no, he I'm with love. you. By the end, that's it's like, not no. love. It was just, like, he's suspicious he was just, of her. He was just when pissed have... off that, like, she's taking his time away from mm-hmm. Sean Ambrose. Yeah. Well, so, uh, oh wait, I'm sorry. You're saying that the friend? Yeah, oh, we're saying I'm talking about the blonde oh, friend. Oh no, he was suspicious. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. No, no, no. Yeah. So uh, it's established that they don't know that they're sending her in as the mole. They don't know what he's got. He doesn't know what he's got. Everyone's trying to figure everything out. But we see her attract, and they make out, and that's all great. Uh, Sean's super creepy. I have that. The whole clothing thing. Uh, uh, and then we get the weird mythology of uh, every search for a hero must begin with a villain, which uh. is like okay. Uh, and they start we, somehow. This is so fucking uncharted. It's all <laughs> like, very <laughs> convoluted, but they give us the myth of the prince whose name I wrote down, but I'm fairly certain I got a whole wrong. So I'm just gonna call it Valerian Prince Ali because it's Vakalakhafan who killed the Chimera, which is that which Wasn't is Thoden or something. I use someone can look it up. I try. It was, I, I it was made a note antidote. to look it up. It was the name of the antidote. Well, the name of the antidote was the name of the prince. And yeah, and the chimera honor. was the name of the head of the, the the animal that had the head of a lion and tail of a serpent. Uh, so we get the the the, the search for the uh, the end all be all cure for the flu, <laughs> which is by the way, that's what he was trying to do. <laughs> I'm just yeah. trying to clear cure the flu. Has made the fucking flu from hell. That's what it has made. Super flu, which totally kind of actually. Let's get the science with Kev. That actually kind of makes sense. Science, sure. you know science. what I mean? Yeah, because I, it makes sense that I when you're trying to cure something, you try to find the dormant strand of the thing, right? And then, but in doing so, he made the super fucking strand. Yeah, and that's yeah. what we get. Again, it's Marvel why we movie should, origins. Yeah, that's exactly. why we shouldn't be using uh, the antibacterial hand wash. Exactly, because we're just making stronger bacteria. That's why. That's right. why. I and they Kevin. talk about that in a scene later where they're like, oh, before antibiotics just used to work, now they don't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he talked. Oh, yeah. He talked about uh, yeah. using penicillin, like for yeah, everything yeah, or whatever. For, that's what it is. Uh, but the guess what, ladies and gentlemen, Hugh, the blonde pilot, does not trust Tandy. The timing seems weird. <laughs> Because we just right. destroyed a plane and she came back into our life like one minute later. Uh, suspiciously, he says suspicious, but hardly conclusive. Uh, Sean cuts his friend's hand, fucking finger yeah. off for no reason. But this the is guy's a- just like, hey, man. Like, we're trying to do something here, and this is, she's clearly a CIA mole. But it's used as a device later. Oh, it sure pinky. is. But it's we clearly. Don't, don't this, forget about that. This is the scene where we get that insane, like, like uh, a steady cam shot that, like, does this weird zoom in on him as if they had just gotten the camera late and, like, let's do some reshoots with this camera because it's really fucking cool. <laughs> and, like, it doesn't, the color temperatures don't match. Nothing matches in any of this scene. It's really bizarre. I, this was one of those scenes where I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, yeah. why are you being such a dick to this dude? Like, he seriously is just. He's your bro, and he's bringing up a good point. Don't cut his... Oh, you cut his pinky off. (laughs) And also, so, like, was it, like, a weird warning? Where it's like... It was like a tip. Because he was like... He had it, like, down there. No. But then before he did it, he pulled it up. Oh, you can get get a pinky reattached. It was like a a quarter... It just grow back. I really want... I feel like he, like, was gonna be more dramatic about it. And then at the last second when he cut it, he, like, brought it up. And then cut it. He just cut the tip of it off. He just cut a little tip of it off. I really wanted him to just cut the nail. Yeah, to me too. I was like, wow. It was weird that the guy had a creepy fucking coke nail. Yeah, it was. But I digress. I skipped a massive, massive 
massive point. Thank God. That's that, in this in this <laughs> and, and I apologize, guys. I failed you for the last time. Kevin forced choke me. Kevin. For- Oh, Harder, oh, I like oh, it. Yeah. God damn, uh, I know. That's no, how it is. No, that's how it is. Don't don't like that at all. Uh, of course, <laughs> hallmark of Mission Impossible. We got to put the team together. So who do we get? Dope. Ving Rhames and a totally forgettable Australian guy that Some does nothing guy. in this fucking movie so at all. He doesn't thing. even totally die. fucking useless character. You guys fucking know me. I love music. I love stupid music cues. And when the Mission Impossible music started playing, I was like, why the fuck is it they're wasting this song for this? And I was like, what the fuck is going on? But then I realized, oh, they're gathering the team. And I was yeah. like, oh, all right. <laughs> all right, let's go. I wish I put big rings. The team rings. consists of two other people. Yeah. <laughs> One guy who just literally is a pilot. He's like, hey, good day, mate. Uh, I'm a pilot. Yeah. You hired me, and uh, we're gonna some Joey's down there, and uh, it's gonna be great. Uh, so exactly, we're off to the racetracks. Why? I can't remember. Oh, it's because well, he has to meet with the guy. We also get the scene of, of them banging. Well, no, before them banging, where he's like, oh, put on this dress, right? And she like creepy, very, very like doesn't she want to undress. Undresses, and turns like, around, ah. and he goes <laughs> to the camera, yeah. and he's like, "Wait!" She's like, "Don't you want to watch me in the dress?" And he's like, "Eventually, or some shit." And then, I guess she has to have sex with him. It's really terrible. Like, I really feel like a lot of these scenes were written by a guy who has never interacted with a female in his entire life. Looking it up, this is just what he like. He imagined sex was like. Like just, this is what sex, well, this is what was, sex was, and like romance is like. Well, they're painting him show. in an evil light. Yeah, and yeah. her and like uh, she's doing it for the team, man. Yeah, but it would have been like actually compelling if her character was conflicted, actually liked Sean and was like, oh shit, like I don't yeah, want to be this no, person. That would have like, that would have been something. so much cooler for her character if she was like, hey, I don't want to betray this guy because I do love him, but he's doing bad things and that's that's conflicting to me. But I also like this I'm new Ethan thief, guy. Though. But maybe we shouldn't immediately like fall like we didn't fall. Like up. she's the MacGuffin. In this movie, yeah, and that's horrible. <laughs> so, but that's the other thing is like, can you guys think of any other movie that has this Days of Thunder. few women in it? No, because Star Wars it's literally it's just weird. her. It's oh, very he wrote weird. Mission Impossible One as well. Oh, well, interesting. Mission Impossible and Crimson Tide. Wow. Okay. Wrote. And Days of Thunder, great movie. Well, the, he, I guess it makes uh, sense that he also wrote the scene where Tom Cruise is groping that really hot French woman on the bed. And it's like, whose team are you on? You know, he's mm-hmm. all in part one. I mean, you know? like, you have to well, check that, for a gun. It's true. That had a specific purpose that where he sense. was fucking going crazy and terrified and was being hyper violent. I'm just thinking about, like, and two, it was cre- in, two yeah. creepy scenes. Yeah, yeah, that was a little creepy. But, but at <laughs> least that this could one be was way more creepy. creepy. Yeah. yeah, this is horrible. Yeah, because, like, at the end of that scene, he didn't rape her. That's you fair. Know? No, that's at true. the end of this one, he did. Yeah. We're at the racetrack, ladies and gentlemen. And, Why uh, are we only at the racetrack? We're at the racetrack. And, he, and, and and she's got a, you know, she's this, the Australian guy gives her an earpiece, and it's super subtle. And he's like, put this in your ear. <laughs> and, then, and then she goes, she hears Ethan, and he's like, I'm across the racetrack. And she pulls out a normal pair of binoculars and looks at Ethan, and he's got a weird tiny pair of binoculars so cool that looking. are fucking weird looking. Those are like the binoculars that I fantasize of having as a kid, because they look like so spy and They're, so high tech. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Everyone else has normal binoculars. He's got a pair of hyper They have like red UI, like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, my God. The binoculars, all right? I, I have a bone to pick with this. They're talking to each other. He's like, you, you know, you don't, you just can talk and it's like I'm next to you. So then why do you guys need to be looking at each other? Don't look at each other, in fact. Like, yeah. that's probably Maybe not that's probably a tell. With your dumb, especially you, Tom Especially Cruise. when the blonde guy's looking at you the whole time. We're always cutting to the blonde guy. Yeah. Hey, 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 blonde guy's looking at you. And she goes, okay. 
Right. Uh, it's established here. <laughs> it's established here that there's uh, there's some sort of cryptic bid in the newspapers for the virus. Uh, and then we see the one and only Mad Eye Moody. Uh, Sean Ambrose is meeting with Mad Eye Moody, Professor Mad Eye Moody. Uh, oh shit, that was Mad Eye Moody. Yeah, that was Mad Eye Moody. So. Yeah. Ah, cool. Uh, uh, he was the guy, I guess, who was the boss of the guy, the bad guy in the beginning. That was the bad guy in the Saint. Uh, this guy's name is McCoy, and he's the CEO of Biosite Pharma. And Sean Ambrose shows him a camera feed with a 32 megabyte flash card oh, and God, just the coolest. Sweet. Camera ever. This is the one you were talking about earlier. Where he's like, check oh, this yeah. out, and it's a giant digital camera. Everyone was screen. using these Panasonic cameras. It was ridiculous. Uh, and then Ethan tells uh, uh, Tandy, he says, "Hey, there's a flash card. We need to know what's on that flash card. It's in the envelope in his pocket. You got. You're a thief. You got to steal it. Go thief. Go thief." Um, and so she bumps into him and pulls it out of his pocket, and that's great. But it's you again watching everything she's doing. Except for the fact that she steals this thing. Could have been great evidence. It's like, I'm going to follow her because she's going to go put $1,000 on a horse. Okay? Uh, follows her. And then the Australian guy bumps into him and slams into his finger. And that's, Barrett brought it up. We see the finger for the first time here, which is very, very important for later in the movie. Very important that he's very wrapped this important. finger. But also this fucking blonde ben, guy putting him against the wall. Like, yeah, he overreacted. You, yeah. you do not look like a tough henchman. No. no. Like, also, this maybe if totally he did that at a race track and this guy was a real employee, he'd be like, call the cops. Yeah. Because yeah. this guy just almost killed Kick me. This, this is attempted here. murder. I yeah. love, uh, Alyssa came in when I was watching this and she was like, that dude looks, so, like the blonde guy looks so familiar. Who is he? And I stared at him for a little bit. And I was like, "Do you think he's a Skarsgård? Because he weirdly looks like the Skarsgård family." Mm. He's he was in. Did some you other look stuff. it up? We can look it up. Yeah, right we now. looked it up. He's like barely he's in anything. Not a Skarsgård. Oh. Yeah. I thought he's he was going to end up being a Skarsgård. No, <laughs> so, 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 yeah. he just weirdly looks like him. So here's the the, the the weird question I had, and I didn't bother looking it up because really, honestly, when I was done with this movie, I didn't want to think about it again. Yeah. So <laughs> the guy in the beginning stole Chimera from. Biosite Pharmacite or pharmaceuticals, right? It's still at Biosite. Mm. Why is McCoy bidding to buy the thing back from? He's buying the antidote. But don't they have some sort of record of the antidote of this thing in this cool? I guess we have to assume they deleted it. I don't know. Why would you delete the antidote and not? The virus. Like, wouldn't the antidote be the thing you leave behind just yeah, in case the virus like, gets out? If you destroy the virus, everyone's going to be like, why did he destroy the virus? Mm. You know? You know what? You're absolutely right. I, yeah. I forgot. The, the the plot of this is that he is holding the guy hostage of, like, you want the antidote. I have the antidote. I'm the only antidote. Right. You're going to go and you're going to release this thing. And that we're going to get to that later. Which that's is later. That, that's later. You're right. I'm sorry. So thank 51% you for that. 51% percent Sorry. Stuck. Plot hole. Filled. Uh, guess what? Luther's got this same camera because everyone's got this cool camera. Uh, we're gonna. He's got to run. He's got to go. He's got to watch this thing real quick. Oh, we gotta get it back. We gotta get it back, right? Uh, he watches it, and uh, there's some really, really fucking weird. I made a note. The funny comedy music involved in this scene where it's a hilarious comedy of errors. Where he's trying to get in the van and he's trying to watch this thing and it's fucking weird. Uh, but we look, look at the footage and it's a commuter model of Chimera. Uh, with patient Sergei Rotsky. After 20 hours, he's in a coma. 31 hours, he looks bleeding out of every fucking orifice. And 34 hours later, he is dead as fucking disco. Uh, and he was the old partner of Bad Guy from Saint, yeah. the original guy. So we get, okay, we're starting to see who all these people are. Question. Yeah. 20 hours. And then they then so what it can't would, be cured after 20 hours. Yeah, after 20 hours. After 20 hours, because okay. I was like, what's the point of showing us past 20? Like. Can't be cured. Should be dead. No. Uh, we don't really know. Uh, presumably, if after twenty hours can't be cured, and you're super contagious, and you just fucking you explode in a puff of blood in the city, and everyone dies. Also, do you think that like at nineteen minutes and forty two seconds, 
you're safe if you get a cure. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I think what happens. But I feel like it's you're just so close. Well, everyone's point. bodies are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, you know, <laughs> they so it's totally fine. Um, why did they test it on, like, the scientists who figured out the, like, this virus? Why did they use him to test it on? Like, later we get, the, Matt I. Moody gets arrested, like, gets taken, right? And, like, he admits, like, we had to test it in real life. But, like, why him? Like, I'm sure that that guy was still working on the antidote. <laughs> like, I got shit to do, man. <laughs> I have no idea. None of that makes sense. But this is, we figured it all out. We know what's going on. So Ethan goes, hey, I want you out of Ambrose's place ASAP. Uh, out of Australia. You, you, you know, if you don't get out of there right now, I'm fucking coming in there and coming for you. And she's like, God damn, this guy's got great hair. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we cut to Mad Eye Moody. He's in the back of his car and he opens up a newspaper and it's the news of his death. It's and really he's like, oh, up. this is fucked up. Really and then he gets up. gassed. And you're like, shit, this sucks, right? Um, and then we get a shot of Tandy Newton being like, cool, I'm going to sneak out of this dude's house. Because, she, of, cor- of course, she went home with him. Why wouldn't you just leave the racetrack and just get the fuck out of there? Just de- get the fuck out. You, you did the thing. You did the thing. Why yeah. would you go all the way back to his weird reclusive mansion when she could have been he, she's like, I, I want you to get out of there. Okay. I'd have been like, first question, call on me. Nick, what's up, Nick? Nick, uh, can I just get in your fucking car with you right now? Can we just go? Like, can I go? I don't know. Is that weird? No. I guess that would have been suspicious, but whatever. Yeah, that's a very, very, very you know? solid point. No, I'll go back to his house. Uh, she tries to sneak out, but Ethan stops her, and he's like, hey, I've changed my mind. I know it's only been a few hours, but I've changed my mind, and I'm looking at you real creepy. I got the creepy eyes with mm-hmm. you right now, but you're not going to notice that because I'm wearing the coolest fucking turtleneck sweater anyone's ever seen. So cool. Chunky turtleneck sweaters were very in mid-90s, early 2000s. Uh, and this is no exception. Oh, guess what, though? Mad-Eye Moody's alive, and he's in a, he's in a bubble like John Travolta and Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, and the bad guy from The Saint is back. He's not dead. He says his colleague, whatever, only had uh, two days to live, uh, and he's infected this guy. And if he wants the cure, let's see. I'm getting lost here. He infected his friend to figure out how bad Chimera could get in the real world. Uh, Saint guy was genetically splicing together strands of influenza to find a cure, uh, but in doing so, he created a super flu. And McCoy needs to make that money. Uh, he needs Valerian and Chimera so he can release the bug into the world and sell the cure. So his grand plan is, I'm going to, as a pharmaceutical rep, release this plague onto the world and no one's going to know it's me and then I'm going to have the, I'm going to be the only one with the cure was and that, I'm going to make all the money. Was that Mad-Eye Moody's plan? That was what he wanted because he sits here and tells him, "Hey, give he me the cure. The hospital, give me the cure mm. and I'll, and we'll make money together because I'm a businessman. I'm in a for-profit I'm a businessman. Business. I mean, I'm in this for the fucking profits. And this cure, the cure to the flu, not enough money in that. Cure to the fucking black plague, Probably more money, unless a lot of people die, in which case not as much money. No, it's still a good dead. amount of money. But good money. Yeah. Like, Australia's going to get fucked, right? Uh, Australia's going to be fucked. Dead disco. Yeah. But not a lot of people in Australia. Right. A lot of land, not a lot of people. Yeah. Um, right. So, uh, but guess what? Not Saint Guy. Saint Guy did, in fact, die in that plane. That's Ethan. Oh, my God. That's cool. It's Ethan. He, he's wearing the chunky turtle. Oh, that's right. And then we go, oh, wait. wait if Ethan's there, how can he be in the other place? Mm. And it's not. It's Sean Ambrose. <laughs> and Sean says, I need you to stay here and, cre- and just be creepy. I'm going to be creepy. And you stay here. And she goes, okay, I guess All you're right. right. I'm not going to get the fuck I out of here because nothing about this. Is- I love you, Ethan. Like, wow, we're halfway other. through the movie. We've gotten our third fucking face reveal. Yeah, pulls it. I know we're getting a lot of face reveals. I like the face. I like like the face reveals. Too many. When he pulls it off, then it was like a moment of like, how could he be in? And it's like, oh, Mm. the other one was the other guy. And he has that moment where he leans against the the wall and he goes. (sighs) To Tom Cruise's credit, I feel like I saw 
every face turn that he had coming because he always acts different. Tom Cruise has Ethan Hunt's character has like specific mannerisms yeah. and stuff. And when he's, he did a good job when he's a uh, Sean Ambrose, Sean Ambrose as Ambrose. Ethan Hunt, it's like I feel like you clearly know he's a little more it's, sinister. It's, it's, yeah, he's, yeah, like, he's and sinister. Then, just the way he's talking. So I was like, ah, this is happening. Uh, and then I made a note at this point that I said, um, "Thank God there's still an hour left of this movie." Oh man, that's what I put on this. And then I said, "BTW uh, to count only one action scene so far. We've only had one fucking action scene in this movie in Mission Impossible. <laughs> that was pretty much it." Yeah, fuck. Yeah, everything else has just been people talking and staring what at each other. What was the action scene? The clip scene? I think it was the clip scene. Oh, the car. It was the car scene. That's what I counted. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe one and a half if you count the clip scene. Uh, you should. Stay here. Don't alarm Ambrose. Whatever you do, do whatever he asks. Just whatever he asks is what he tells her. And then it's revealed that it's Ambrose. And oh my God, we fucking didn't know it, but who cares? Uh, Ambrose has the cure. It turns out Ambrose has the cure, but no disease. So what do we have to do, ladies and gentlemen? We have to break back into Biosite, and we have to kill Chimera. And it's and this is why we're like, all right, motherfucker, it's Mission this Impossible. It. We gotta we gotta do a cool heist thing, which I want everyone to know. Keep this in mind. There's a cool heist thing. It's a building. We gotta is overly convoluted plot. And here's what here's what we need to do. We gotta break into this building, and we gotta get to the 42nd floor of it. And there's a giant. For some reason, whoever built this building built a gigantic wind tunnel down the whole thing. Total waste of space. And I'll tell you what, millions of dollars of revenue you could have had in this in renting the space out. But no, it's cool. We have this giant thing. It's a light thing. So the, the, you get sunlight. Okay. I buy that. <laughs> Otherwise, a lot of people, are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Fluorescent light bulbs. Not LED light bulbs, too. The LED light bulbs make everyone go fucking insane. I'm but aware. I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, I, I thank God that Sean Ambrose was also explaining what was going on to this as we're seeing it happen. Because there's nothing more exciting than, than explaining step-by-step step what's happening in an action sequence. So cutting from the action sequence back to the guy who's just going to explain to you what's happening. So well, here's he's the, so smart. He know, he's one step ahead. He knows he what knows Ethan's going to do. Tom's gonna he knows do. what Ethan's going to do. Uh, so he has to break in to these vents that can somehow be controlled by Luther, but not really controlled by Luther. No, can, A little convoluted on that one. In them right, Dude, right away. When, okay, the helicopter flies over, right? right? And Tom Cruise... Goes out of it and is like horizontal standing there. Cool. Such like, a cool this thing is always. Fucking awesome. That's yeah, cool. And then they can't get the thing open. And I'm like, oh, this went from awesome to so like, yeah. why are you doing like just let him jump through and let it be cool. Yeah. Don't do the uncharted thing of he's not gonna make it, not gonna make it, not gonna oh he makes it. It's like we we get it. But it was <sighs> so weird where he's like, fuck it, I'm jumping. No, Tom. You Cruise, will die. Don't do that. <laughs> no time. Like, that's, you're not in control of this. <laughs> like, uh, but the idea behind this is look, when he's break like <laughs> while he's breaking in up top, we're gonna break in on the bottom. Why not just break in on the bottom? Like, why not? You're going to kill everyone anyway. Just break in well, on the fucking I think bottom. That was another interesting moment where they were, like, explaining the difference between these two MIF agents where it was like, he's going to go on top. Zero casualties. We're just going to come through the bottom and kill everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right. But these guys are like, evil. Yeah. Like, if you know he's going to do this. What's up, Cool G? No. Uh, why do you let him do it? Like, why would you even bother letting him do the thing? You see, helicopter just adds, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, Tom Cruise breaks in. He's, uh, he's on the plexiglass thing, and he has a cool laser arm that cuts a hole in it, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh -huh. uh, but then, for some reason, everything's LED. Everything is LED in his office. Um, it, sorry, the drop down. Oh, the drop. We and, got the drop down. And his little, like, like I don't even know what the fuck you call him. He's so cool. The, the aerobic he spins that he so does well, and, and I, so good. I will give a shout out, because this is obviously an homage to the first one, because he drops in and goes, and stops, like... I guess 15, like it was like five feet above the thing. It would have been cooler if it was like one foot, but it was pretty high above it. It was dope. I, I enjoyed cool. this quite a bit. That was kind of cool. Um, 
Uh, let's see where are we at here. Uh, cool laser arm. He has to destroy Chimera not in one but two places, right? Yeah. There's the there's the big Vata Chimera that the we just need culture, to nuke, right. but then there's also three guns of Chimera that we have to get in the other room. This fuck, reminded me. It's a mission. Very much Metal Gear Solid. Game. Yeah. When you have to do the fucking the temperature thing of like Metal Gear uh, Solid One, we have to go grab the thing, make sure it's hot, make sure it's cold. I'm like, oh, this is the part of the game that's not fun anymore, yeah. and you're just trying to like pad it out a little bit. Yeah. And it's like this is the exact same thing. I was like. He just needs more things to do to give them an excuse to take longer to get there and build the tension of Luther watching the fucking literal Dots Metal Gear radar <laughs> of like yeah. them getting oh close God. to each other. Uh, and they refer to it as yellow and red at some point. Yeah. Like, well, the yellow dot has to hit the red dot. That's, that's actually got kind of a funny line. But then also, these vents, man, do they not only block out the sun, but they block out all radio communication as well. Because the, when the vents are closed, like, hey, man, we're going to lose radio communication. We got eight for eight minutes. We don't know what the hell's going on in this in this building. Uh, but Ethan does because Ethan has no problem nuking the vat of the Chimera and then moves at a snail's pace through the room that has the three little vials of it. And then he stares at the thing. I'm like, just fucking nuke the things. Puts a little bomb down first, just in case anyone comes in behind him, and then stares at the things for an exceedingly and long then time. Meanwhile, uh, everyone. <laughs> There's a shootout. Uh, 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 let's see where are we at. Uh, we're in the lab. Oh, oh yeah. We finally we're, we're back to where the movie started, which is where the bad guy was. That sh- the saint the saint guy shot himself in the arm. Uh, everything's fucking slow mo right now. Uh, uh, oh, Luther goes back to his van and then looks down into a reflection of a puddle underneath the van and sees a timer and goes, "Oh shit." Someone's, I got 10 seconds to get out of this van and then starts casually just taking things out of the van. The computer first unplugs it. It has to do little screwy things in the back of the fucking monitor output. And then he takes, should I take this thing with me too? I don't know. What else should I take? Oh shit, the van's going to explode. It explodes and kind of hurts the computer. The one computer that can track Tandy. The one computer. They have the vast resources of the American government, at, and they've got one. Just remember that. It's just later. it's one computer for confidentiality. No, I I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. One computer. Uh, uh, the, the guys come in, they start shooting everyone, and they go and they blow up the fucking glass. And Ethan, and there's a shootout that is probably the lamest, most boring shootout I've ever seen in my entire life. It's just I've so never boring. seen somebody with two guns shooting them. Being all badass, be less cool. It's not cool. But then he does the slide that I didn't realize was from this movie because I've never seen it, but I've seen it referenced a million times where he slides on the floor with the two guns yeah. shooting. I was like, oh, that's what this is from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but, and you want it to be good. But but it's not, though. It's not. Nothing about this is cool. So Andy, it uh, reminded me of, if you remember, the one of the last episodes of Breaking Bad where um, Meth Damon is shooting, like they're in that big shootout, and he's like holding the gun, and he's like in really a really not awkward into. position. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Man. Before we move on to how yeah. this is going, let me tell you that this episode of In Review is brought to you by Me Undies. You probably spend about 90% of your life in underwear. That's true. For some of us, it's a little less, right, Nick? Um, yeah. You don't tell Heck me yeah, doggy dog. Uh, so don't you think you owe it to yourself to make sure you're wearing the softest undies in town? MeUndies uses the coveted micromodal fabric, which is a full three times softer than cotton. I exclusively wear MeUndies. I'm wearing them right now. I'm wearing a little Easter print. It might be a little early. It's okay. I like them bunnies. I've got green not camo on right now. Green camo? I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, men can now try the new boxer brief with fly, which is the same great cut as boxer briefs, but now with an added option for guys who prefer to go through the gate versus over the fence. MeUndies is also the go-to for the softest loungewear on the planet. Hang out in their super comfy lounge pants and onesies. Yes, MeUndies makes onesies. It's true. And they're incredible. MeUndies has a great offer for listeners. Any first-time purchasers, when you order MeUndies, you get 15% off and 
free shipping. This is a no brainer. Get 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on to get your 50% off your first pair of free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. Thank you, Kevin. And also, shout out to Hims. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. The thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you lost. That's why you should be like Nick and Andy and go to 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skincare, and sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science with Kev, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with the real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. These are well-known generic equivalents to brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. With Kev. With Kevin. Uh, Andy and Nick did it. They went online, talked to a doctor, sent in some photos, and got matched with the prescriptions to help fight their thinning hair. You can order now. Listeners will get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Go to 4 slash K-F-M-S. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash K-F-M-S. Ethan Back to the plot. is pinned down. And Sean Ambrose takes this opportunity to have some of the worst dialogue in the film. Just a bad guy, good guy off. Which is saying something. It's just fucking terrible, but it's revealed that the, the guy, they, they fucked up, and the same guy had chimera in his bloodstream because apparently that's the only way you can smuggle a virus onto a plane. Not because the antidote. The antidote you can just smuggle, I guess. Antidote, totally fine. Yeah. Another live culture, you assume the antidote, totally fine. But the fucking virus man, the stewardess, are patting you fucking down before you got a, you got a virus on you? You got a virus on you? Don't touch you got me. a virus on you? Uh, you feel squishier. You got a virus in you? you got a vi- <laughs> hey, man, you're not looking so good right now. You, you got that weird old guy smell. You got a virus on you? Uh, uh, so, Ambrose, but guess what? Uh, I got an ace up my sleeve, man. You got, you got, I got, I brought fucking... Tandy Newton with me and she's here and I'm going to send her out to fetch the virus and if you like if you don't give it to her I'm blowing all you guys up everyone's everyone's getting blown up right everyone's getting shot blowing right all you guys. Uh, and then <laughs> God, this, this is a weird bit uh, and then he calls he refers to her uh, as uh, he refers to all women as monkeys because they don't leave one branch until they have their hand on another branch and then I wrote, also, who hurt you, Ambrose? Yeah. Who hurt you? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what is wrong? Like, Tandy Newton. That's I guess so. But, you know. She did um, him wrong and he's pissed off. But also, he's a horrible dude. He's but a also pretty they, bad fucking But also, dude. just a line that a lot of movies do where they're telling the person, do that thing. And then they're like, come on, you fucking idiot, do it. And then it's like, oh, they're creating tension. And it's like, you just want, they're just letting the audience know that, like, oh, He's a fucking asshole just for the supplanting. He's that. a dick. We get that. Uh, but Naya, she's not going to take this shit, right? Uh, Tandy's like, I got to fucking do something in this movie. Like, we got to give uh, You can tell the writer was like, what could we, we got to give her something to fucking do yeah. in this because other, she's just a also, set piece now. Why, at this why point. wouldn't, like, he was going to kill her afterwards, you got to assume, right? Yeah. So she makes probably the only smart decision of this entire fucking movie and goes, hey, I'm going to inject myself with this because now I'm valuable. You can't kill me. Uh, I got 20 hours to live, basically. Although she doesn't know that. She doesn't really have any context for what's going on with this, but it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, she said he calls her a bitch and she says, yeah, guess what? This bitch is now worth 34 million pounds. Boom, motherfucker. Like you can't do shit with me for 20 hours. The then only, I'm going to bleed out of all my orifices and yeah, die. The only badass line in the movie. Yeah, it was a great line in the movie. Uh, uh, Ethan on. goes, sorry, we totally missed the line. That I was talking about earlier. This is way back with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, God. Where 
they say something to the director, he's like, I don't know if we can do that. And they're like, it's not called Missions This, it's Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah. he's like, it's not called Mission Difficult, it's called yeah. Mission <laughs> Holy shit, they really just said that. They did. <laughs> Ridiculous. They did, just so you know why the title of the movie is what it is. Uh, but Ethan's like, shit. I can't get both of us out of here. I've only got one more bomb left. I have all these bombs. I had all these bombs, but I wasted them all. But I got one one bomb left, and I've only got one exit strategy, and I can't get you out of here. So here's what you do. I got 19 hours. Sets his little cool watch. He goes, 19 hours and 20-some minutes or whatever. Uh, uh, And he looks at her, and he says, just stay alive. I'm not going to lose you. And it's really intense. And the music, fi- and everyone's firing at each other, but no one's hitting anything. The music it's is really so weird. Intense. Uh, and he throws the bomb at the thing and does the video game thing where he shoots the bomb and it explodes the wall. And then he jumps out. And actually, kind of a cool scene. It's kind of cool. But he jumps out and immediately, like, what's his plan? But then you're like, oh, he has a parachute. Cool. He has a parachute. But he goes, he flips. But then he flips again the flip into the parachute. So unnecessary. Like, Why? Lots of flipping. Because flipping's cool, guys, and it's hard to do. And if you can do it, you can be an action star, too. Uh, at, at this point, you kind of wonder why he didn't immediately hit the ground and call the entire U.S. Army into this. Because there's a fucking massive, like, biochemical weapon that's yep. going to be released on millions of people in Australia. And But he's like, you know what, guys? We got this. There's the two of us and the weird Australian guy we haven't seen for, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. We got this. There right? were moments where I was like, where did he? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot he was here. So, you know, uh, uh, Luther has to fix this computer so they can find that. But he's going he's gonna to figure it out probably just in the nick of time. Uh, so we're going to, instead of calling all of the CIA and Anthony Hopkins back, you know what we do instead? We're going to climb another rock. And we somehow found, I don't, this is, I, I missed how they did this. But somehow he knows they're on this island. Oh, they knew that from the beginning when they first had her, right? Was that Sean Ambrose's island? Yeah. Yeah. Right? So he, gets you, so he just it said... It like it was near his house. <laughs> Who cares? Fuck it. Right? Yeah, Australia's doesn't, small, matter. It doesn't matter. Australia, not a very big... It's actually the yeah. size of Fremont. Also, they, they had Mad-Eye Moody. Maybe at this point he's an informant. I don't know. Sure. Oh, uh, maybe that's true. Maybe that, he was like, I was going to meet him there. Doesn't really matter. And that's going to be the case. Doesn't really matter. Uh, tell you what, man. Uh, uh, Ethan climbs this rock face. Pretty easy. Uh... uh because uh, we know that the biosite guys are going to be that's where this deal is. I guess it was revealed earlier. Uh, but then a guy goes, "Hey, I've got he's got a gun on him." And Ethan is like, "There's only one way to disarm this guy, and it's with a f- spinning back kick flip." Mm-hmm. It's real cool. Yeah, and it works. Real cool. And it real works. Cool. I didn't. I haven't learned that move yet in jujitsu. So one day I hope to to get to that level of 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 black beltness. Uh, but guess what? Mad Eye Moody is there with Sean. Uh, and they have the cure and the virus and there's pigeons I wrote. I wrote there's a lot of pigeons. Oh, so, so many, many fucking pigeons. pigeons. Now you would think that Mad-Eye Moody would have been like told him like, hey, like these guys are on to you. But I guess it doesn't fucking matter at this point. Uh, let's see. Oh, Ambrose makes the call. And then Naya has been dropped off in the middle of Sydney. There's three million people in Sydney and seven million people in Australia. And they're all going to need Valerian. And no one on the planet is going to suspect a thing because this plague will just be dropped. And you're going to be the only person that has the cure. And in order for me to sell you this cure, uh, Mad-Eye Moody, Sean wants to borrow the $34 million that you were going to pay him for the cure and then buy stock in the guy's company. So he'll own 51% of Biosite. And that seems like a solid plan, except, again, Hostile the entire American over. government and probably the British government at this point know that this guy is the bad guy behind all this. So this plan pretty much null and void because I don't think you can buy stock at a company with ill-gotten gains. Doesn't matter. Um, all that, I thought it was very bizarre, like so, so complex. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to, whatever the last thing you said was, I'll just trust you that sure. that makes sense. Uh, but the plan with Tandy Newton was like, okay. So he was going to release the virus. And then cause create a supply and demand thing. Oh, okay, so, so yeah, she, everyone in Australia was, was not end. releasing the virus. No, no that, why drop her in wait, the middle what? of the no, city? No, that was right? no, it, it was it yeah. was he he said but, I, I put her out there 
Here's my new plan. My, my new plan, put her in Australia. She's going to go nuclear in the middle of fucking Sydney. But she was going to kill herself. Well, he didn't know that. He didn't know that. But Ethan knows that. Ethan realizes once. But, but I mean, like, why didn't he know that? Listen, man. Why would he know that she Jen knew Ambrose anything about this thing? Love works in mysterious ways. Why she, would, she obviously knew that he injected you're right, herself. You're right. Like, you're right. That she knows. Make sense. Pretty I sure think, she I think, I think to... it's revealed that Ethan knows that. Like at some point, it's revealed that she's going to kill herself. He's like Ethan, like knows that she's not going to let this happen. Ethan says it to his crew. Right. She's like, if if we don't get this fixed, she's going to take care of it. She'll and take then care someone's of it. like, wait, what? And it's like, oh, off a cliff. Right. And like, she's oh. going to jump off a cliff. Is that cool, the just best way? Because <laughs> like I feel like someone's going to pick up her dead body with infected blood in it. Yeah. Maybe the ocean. Probably not. Sharks are going to eat it. Sharks are going to get it. But we know about this. What we know about this virus is the second someone dies, the virus dies with them. Because the flu virus doesn't can't live on surfaces or in the air. It it can't live in any of those things. It's it's specifically designed for tainted. Well, with the other dude, the plane like blew up and exploded. Like in the Alps or something. So you feel like they they can't. It doesn't matter. Uh, So this is the guy's grand plan. And he has one throwaway line where he's like, how quickly can you synthesize a lot of this antidote? Because we're going to need it. Because everyone in Australia pretty much is going to die within the next 48 hours. So and dude was like quick. I was like, dude, I get a lot of it out, man. This is a like, fucking well, great plan. No one's gonna know we're responsible for this at all. Totally great plan, right? We see a lot more birds and a lot of slow mo kicks, and Ethan takes out some people, uh, and then in the just funnest ways for like no when reason. He walks in, drops to the top. No, he walks. Oh, dude walks in. He's hanging. He uses his That's leg. That's the blonde guy. Oh, we're not oh, there yet. We're not there yet. No, 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 some other wow. guy. Because he, he spins him with his body, comes down As and then punches him. As if he was going to crack his neck, but, but he's the good guy. Yeah, he doesn't. So he, he did, didn't do that, even no. though it should have. So before that happens, though, and this is this is an important part of this action sequence, Ethan blows a, another, he has, he has these bombs mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's known for a lot of things. Staring at people, slow-mo da- breakdance fighting, spinning. and spinning, bombs. and staring, and bombs. Uh, blows a hole in the wall. Everyone's like, what's going on? And then Ethan walks by very slowly just piercingly gazing into the, the the room with the dove flying in and a dove a dove now my wife and i had a very long debate just good symbolism she was like is it a dove or is it a white pigeon and then we both that's reached what the dove is. <laughs> that's what a dove is and then we reached right. the conclusion pigeon out with scarpino <laughs> is it a dove is it a white pigeon here's the conclusion we came to who gives a flying fuck yeah. no, isn't that's a dove a white pigeon who the fuck i guess right i think I there so. were different species of bird I don't like Kevin, this. Pigeon Patrol is coming back. Uh, Hugh goes, I got this guy, man. I got to prove my worth to you, even though you cut my fucking his finger off. His name was Hugh? Yeah, that was his name, yeah. The I had guy. no idea yeah. until now. Until this moment. I wrote, I wrote it? Hugh. I it's, it's entirely possible I got that wrong. But I, you know how it just gets in your head? You're like Valerian Hugh. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Hugh goes to find him, and Ethan finds him. And man, they slow-mo fight. And then... Uh, and then Ethan pops a grenade and blows something up, and we don't know what happened. But but it looks like Hugh got the better of him because he brings Ethan in, who's tied up and whose mouth can't move. And he, and Sean's like, uh, Sean shoots him in the leg, but he can't spring. He's like, because I broke his jaw. But I'm pretty sure you can still scream and open your mouth if your jaw's broken, but it doesn't matter. We're all having a great time. Got him, finally. Uh, Hugh gets his gun. Oh, this is a great line, too, where Hugh's like, you want to see me get my gun off? This is how I get my fucking gun off. And it's like a dick contest. Yeah. But, 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 but fucking Sean's got a, the bigger gun, and man, he shoots him in the knee. Shoots him. Uh, that looked painful. Oh, right. Here's what happened. So right, here's what happened. He's like, Hugh, I'm going to get my gun off right now. And he shoots Ethan, and, and fucking just blows him away. Just blows him away. All right. Uh, but then he looks down, and he sees it. He's like, wait, what the fuck is that? 
Did he get uh, his finger cut off by his boss too? Is that how his boss disciplines his employees? See, it was important, dude. That's really I weird. actually I like this reveal when he goes over and rips off the mask and it's like, fuck, it wasn't him. That was kind of oh, cool. Shit. I remember watching this first time being like, oh fuck. But it also makes you, cool. it, it makes me wonder certainly of like how does the mask stay on the lips? You're thinking way too hard. Like, thinking way <laughs> too hard about this movie. Yeah. Like how Just is stop. it was the lips? I mean his mouth was taped. Also, here's the thing. Maybe he, this mask had a sealed mouth. I don't know. The, man. the most important thing is like, do you think he walked in there with a mask with, with his own mask. face like, and a hue mask? Later we'll get more explanation on how these masks come to be. But Oh, that's a really good point. Like, yeah. why would he just have a hue mask? It doesn't matter. And a him mask. <laughs> the other question I have for the scene is the way that the actors are positioned, Ethan Hunt's character, who we know is now Hugh, is standing well behind everyone, very well armed. There's three guys in this room. But instead of killing all of these guys and pretty much ending this right here, yeah. he takes the antidote and just runs. Oh, look at run. <laughs> Let's run, right? He gets up top and goes, before I keep going, it's bright out here, guys. It's bright out that's here. That's where the music hits, too. Thank God I've got these cool Matrix-style Oakley sunglasses mm. to put on because mm -hmm. I might get on a motorcycle. You never know when you're going to accidentally get on know. a motorcycle oh, and go. Oh, out of nowhere, two guys on motorcycles. Oh, motorcycles. By. Thank God I put these what sunglasses on. What was their plan, on. by the way? I'm going to run them over? <laughs> like, why did they come straight at him with a motorcycle? Sam, they're I, I not thinking. Know. They're just in the Can moment. you imagine, like, just driving up and, like, <laughs> just shooting him like you could just break your motorcycle. You don't have to run him yeah. over to impress your boss, Sean Ambrose. Dude, Sean Am I'm Sean Ambrose. So uh, Ethan kick dance fights a bunch of people and then gets on one kick of the motorcycles. And this is where the motorcycle kata begins. Mm -hmm. uh, we're seeing all sorts of crazy shit. Of course, motorcycle the the most defensive of mechanisms and vehicles that you can get in if you're in a shootout. Armor everywhere. Armor everywhere. Very good for you. Yeah. Uh, very fast moving and very very. Well, they're safe. small, hard to shoot. That's yeah. true. It's very true. These uh, aren't super well trained guys. And, and you know what's funny about that Sean Ambrose knows exactly what's going on because instead of getting in a car, he goes, Only way to beat a motorcycle is be a motorcycle. Is be a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. He gets on his dope Triumph. They're all Triumphs, by the way. Shout out to Triumph Motorcycles. Triumph's cool motorcycle. Because uh, they have, I guess, sponsored this. Uh, oh, shit. The computer's up. We've got Naya. And by the way, uh, we've uh, we got to get her to the cure, or she's gonna kill herself. That's where this is. She's on a cliff or some shit. And we, oh shit, Ethan's got to hurry up. Uh, Ethan makes a cool smoke screen with his tire and kills an entire car, uh, and then everyone, and then it kills another car. And so the only things left are just motorcycle versus motorcycle. Him killing the car is cool because it's like it seems like very well placed bullets to like pinpoint mm -hmm. the the shit that's gonna make the car blow up. There's so many so many cool choreographed moments in this scene of like action where I'm like, this is fucking rad. But then there's so much of just, like Stupidity. you said earlier, motorcycles revving forever. Dude, why I was laughing in it's, tears it's because of how long the motorcycle sequence went on where the only audio was only motorcycle engines. Back no, and forth, you back gotta and rev forth, them a back lot and to forth. Get that much smoke and then going. when they meet up and jump in midair and they fall that down, so bad. my immediate thought was, where did they go? <laughs> like, the motorcycle The floor was right under them. No. Uh, oh, they, they, they were on a hill? And they rolled the down. Yeah, they and rolled, they rolled down towards, towards the, the beach. But their bodies, they didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no. Like, they yeah. should have, like, yeah. <laughs> done that instead of, like. <laughs> I'll tell you so what, though. Weird. I'll tell you what. That, this, that, uh, a lot, all sorts of cool shit. We, he rides side saddle at some point, too, which I thought was kind of cool. I was like, all right. Like, and then at one point, somebody okay. shoots back at the motorcycle. 
And the, the bullet hits the little windshield the motorcycle has, but doesn't hit the guy behind yeah, it. It no, cracks it just the windshield. Pops off, and then it cr- creates like just a fucking death trap. Bulletproof yeah. windows. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, they get the to the point where it broke. the yeah, only way to stop each other <laughs> is to do exactly what Andy just said. Play chicken with each other, and then hurl at your body at the other person's body. Midair, just like Fast and Furious 6. At this point, uh, they both have guns. They do have they guns. They could have been mm-hmm. like... All right, he's dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Either one could have imagine Tom Cruise like revving and then like just slowing down, hitting the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> dead. Uh, uh, there's a, there's a, they start fighting. They're on the fucking beach. They start fighting, and then uh, uh, Sean Ambrose is like, "I'm not gonna fight you, fair. I'm gonna pull a fucking knife out, right?" And then Ethan gets the knife from him, and then Sean Ambrose goes, "Well, are we gonna be a fucking bitch and fight me with that knight?" And Ethan's like, yeah, you're right. I'm, I guess I'm not going to use the knife. I'm going to throw the knife away, and we're going to slow the fight. I don't know. He gets, because apparently he realized he's still got like 20 hours left with Nia. Like, Nia, she's still on the same. Like, oh, well, he's like, I got plenty of time. I'm going to fuck this dude up. Right, I've been trying to fuck but this dude up. But it wasn't like it was like, all right, well, he's going to instantly win. The other guy was holding his own. He would have been way better off with the knife. I do want to point out, though, that at some point during this fight scene, we do take a break to get a slow-mo shot of the waves. That's true. <laughs> I don't want to point that out. Yeah. Because nothing... Builds tension more in, a, in an action-packed fight scene than just taking a little Symbolism, break. Symbolism, dude. Just take a little break. It's Let's really, watch some really waves crash against the rocks down below. Masterclass well, in filmmaking. Hour, it's man. so it long. Like, this fight, cool fight, like punching and flipping and stuff. It's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. But why is it so long? It's so I will, long. I will say that the <laughs> the shooting of the gun at the end when he shoots Ambro and he kicks up the gun and he starts shooting, the sound effects of the gun shooting are. Terrible. Yeah. It's Dude, the same sound the whole, looped. The, the kicking up the gun, so fucking cool. 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 But it's that so cool, cool until they cut back to Sean Ambrose and he's just like clearly pointing the gun right at him and then fires at him and has no, enough time to re-aim his shot as Ethan's still falling to try to catch this gun and rolling over. Yeah. So stupid. So this, and then we don't even see him get shot. It cuts away and it cuts back to him and there's a hole in him. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, this man. movie has so many like Whatever. particle effect scenes where it's yeah. like that you they're just like we need something in the air because it'll be fucking cool. John, like, we really like slow mo and pigeons. particle effects. You know what I mean? That's why there's sand. It's like that the slow mo with all the stuff around them. I'm like, all right, I guess it looks cool. Oh, I also laugh so hard at the the dudes in the truck that get hit by another truck. That was really <laughs> when, they, when the guy looks at the camera so many times and it zooms in and <laughs> explosion. I laugh the car explosion. so hard. Right. Explode. <laughs> Everything has to explode, guys. It, it does. It's not fun unless it's an ex- something is exploding in particles in slow mo. Uh, guess what? Luther picks up Naya, Naya and the Australian guy's still alive, I guess. Uh, and he brings her to Ethan. As it's important though, Ethan tossed him the cure as he was kicking up the gun and flip flipping over. All this happened in the span of approximately fifteen seconds, during which Ambrose could have just pumped him full of fucking lead and killed mm-hmm. everyone. It doesn't matter. Uh, can't wait to be, a weird. Thing, can't wait to be in part three, Mike. In in a weird. Move. Luther three. is the one that shoots her up. I'm an injector. Don't worry, Tom. You fought this really hard. All I did really was fix a computer in this. But I'm gonna go save your. It's girlfriend. not about the individual victories, it's, man. There's no I in, in Mission Impossible. No I in Mission Impossible. There's IMF. several. IMF. Is there? Yeah, there's a lot. Is there a lot? Like way too many. Is there a lot? So then we get the the final three, scene, right? Miss Hall's blood is clean. You were under very specific instructions to bring back a living sample. Where is he? I don't know. I guess Anthony Hopkins is disappointed because we didn't bring the CIA this fucking world-ending virus. I don't know. This movie was so long, I fucking forgot we what the actual was going that's, on. That's how the government works, right? Yep. There's uh, a super-killing virus. Like, we should probably have that we should saved have it, right? somewhere, somewhere just in case we need to super-kill everyone. Well, we've got the cure, so at least we have yeah. that. So, uh, But guess and what? the cure to the flu. No more flu in this world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got the cure. 
Uh, cool. Guess what? There's a. Uh, uh, her blood's clean. Everything's cool, man. That that virus okay, really works it. very well. She's good. Let's let her go back out into public. It's great. Uh, what are you gonna do next? I'm going on vacation, but I'll make sure I'll let you know where I go. And he's like, and Anthony Hopkins reverses. He's like, well, if you did, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a vacation, now, would it? Ah, Anthony Hopkins. Uh, and that was kind of cool. That was a they cool. They go to the most crowded park in the history of so, the planet. Not only is it the most crowded People park, are juggling. There was so many extras that you could tell that John Woo was just like, oh shit, I didn't expect you all to come. Uh, cool. Just everybody get here, and I was gonna have just this group play catch, but no, there's gonna be six groups yeah. of little boys in a circle throwing a ball to each other. I'm like, I've never done that in my goddamn no. life. <laughs> You're trying to tell me that they're doing it around fucking fire, fire jugglers? Did you see you how many fire jugglers? So many, many, shots? So many activities. Oh my you, God. You, you just saved the world, dude. And there's then the park. most offensive thing in this movie to me. We zoom out from the most crowded fucking park ever while Limp Bizkit starts playing. Mm-hmm. And the camera just goes away. And I'm just like... No, it's Metallica. Yeah, it's Metallica. Oh, well, this is the least cool shot ever. No song has ever been more out of a out of place in a fucking movie ever. I don't know. That one no, but it's also ever. But it's also Captain the worst fade-in from Captain this Marley. sort of... Like Pixar-like, whimsical, beautiful. Like this is our outro music. Everything's at peace, and then, don't hey hey hey. James Hetfield comes into your TV, into your living room. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Face. My God. Here I go. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, Mission Impossible That's Two. It. Nick, you killed it with the plot. I'm gonna tell you guys this right now. This so one was hard because mm-hmm. when you have to pause it every once in a while, it makes the movie three times as long. <laughs> so long. Was doing, you're doing fucking And fantastic. I paused it just because I had to just get away yeah. from yeah, the situation. Of, oh God. I took. I went to go take a shower in between it <laughs> to cleanse myself smart, on the first half. Smart. It's a little horrible. Um, now it's time for Kevin's show that we like to call Villain Impossible. Is there, do, is there a theme guys? song? Yeah. No, I didn't. I mean, yeah, no, there just, is. I'm kind of pissed off that Ragu Bagu Viz doesn't exist anymore. So it's villains. Welcome to Villain Impossible. Uh, I'm your host, Kevin Coelho, and this is Nick Scarpino, who is also on it. Hello. I think maybe Andy's no, on no, it. No, I'm just tweeting that. from Ragu Bagu, Bagu, Bagu Viz. That. I'm pissed off. Yeah. Right. That. Uh, who is the bad guy in Sean this? Ambrose. Shana, Sean Sean Ambrose. I mean, was he a better bad guy than the last bad guy? I would actually put John Woo as a bad guy as well in this movie. Just the director. Because <laughs> I, I think this is one long this. troll for the audience. And yeah. when, it was just slow-mo porn. John Woo was just jacking off behind the camera. And saying, oh, that's good slow-mo. Oh, that's good slow-mo. 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 Uh, I'm gonna put. I would say that Sean Ambrose, just miles behind the bad oh, guys. Yeah. Jim, the first what's one. his face? What's the what's the be, what's the name of the bad guy from the first one? Jim Phelps. Phelps. Oh, all right. Cool. And, and get and, fucked, loser. <laughs> so Jim Phelps and Krieger were the bad guys in the first one. I would say. I but Kitcher, just Kitcher, 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 I just no. Kitcher's, Kitcher's, no, Kitcher's was was an asshole. Was guy. No, that's yeah. true. That's true. I, I just put Jim Phelps and then Sean Ambrose. Okay, so the, that's how the list stands as of right now. Right, wow. Easy peasy. Fantastic. Now it's time for haiku in review. Seven Ooh. syllables in the middle. You'll need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. Everybody, now stop. Okay, for haiku in review, if you want to be part of the show, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny and write your review in haiku form. Uh, just like Game Attacks, Sean Boland did today. He has motorcycle joust. Are you fucking kidding me? Let's fucking go. Oh, dude, so. let's fucking go. Dude, let's fucking go. You're right. Thank you. I can't fuck up his yeah, poetic. It's one missed uh, syllable. Right there. 
Um, let's go here with Jacek. Oh, wait, hold on. He actually phonetically spelled this out for me. <laughs> Jacek Kukis, who says, it's not difficult. It's mission impossible. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a good one. Uh, he, go, he also says, Ambrose is a creep. Cigar clips are now scary. Way too much touchy. It's not a cigar clip, right. though, right? right? It's a cigar cutter. Uh, Matt Rohrbeck says, so much slow motion. Did it all for the nookie. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Man. Ron Moore did write this. That's unfortunate. Um, He's credit his story. You know, so much changes. Let's see. Blackjack says, throw the shades. You're caught. Chemistry between them. Hot. That's simple. Really? Why not? I liked it. Wow. Sure. I like the rhymes. Uh, Matt Bauer says, beginning is bad, but later it gets better. Whoa, Thandy Newton. Tandy Newton. I think it's Tandy. all still terrible. And yeah, the final I'm one, big fan of this one, Shane writes in, Mask Reveal 1, cool. Mask Reveal 2, it's still cool. <laughs> Fifth time, kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, guys. Those are your haiku in that reviews. That was great. Um, and now it's time for us to rank the Mission Impossible Cinematic Universe. Our current rankings are as follows. Mission Impossible 1, number one. How where, many, how many Mission Impossibles are there? There are six. six. Can we put this at number six? Absolutely. Can we yeah. fucking put this dead Absolutely. at number six? That's where it belongs. Just like we did knows. with Spider-Man 3. We just know. We just fucking know. Nothing's mean. beating this at being terrible. We didn't do that with Two, two Fast and Furious, but we did that with the villain in Two Fast and Furious. Mm -hmm. yeah. We put him at number nine or eight bad. or whatever. What was his name? I forgot. Who Man, what, what are your thoughts on this movie? Uh, it's Yeah, it's bad. There are, again, good scene, good moments. Um, but yeah, overall, just nonsense, fucking crazy. I do love the the mat, the first like uh, face reveal. I was like, ah, they got me. But that was pretty much it. The, I that was the only movies. moment I really liked in this movie. And the rest of the movie, I was like, oh, this is a. They somehow made Goldeneye more boring and more confusing. <laughs> I don't think that is I saw anything redeemable in this movie. Like no. I, I thought all of it was equally terrible, and it was yeah. just consistently bad all the way through. Yeah, this you, is one. This is one of, if not like again, the tweet mentioned earlier, one of the worst movies we reviewed. You can see, you can see not the worst though. It's close. It's man. Close. so so easily the worst. I think. It's I don't close. know. Thor: The Dark World is fucking awful. Yeah, but Thor: The Dark World at least no, makes sense. It has some sense. fun no, stuff doesn't. that happens, and it's got Natalie Portman and him, and they have chemistry. Yeah. No, Tom they don't. Tom Hiddleston has a lot of good looks good, good in it. Like it, it's not a good movie, but it, like I would, I, if I went back and watched that, I'd be like, eh, all right, this is this movie is just two hours of slow mo porn with people staring at each other. There's no fun in any of the action sequences. And it's sad too because you can tell where they were at with this. They were like, look, main criticism of Mission Impossible 1. Very convoluted, way too much plot. Way too thinking. And way, way too, way thinking. too cerebral yeah. of a movie. Like it too, And it was, it was hard. When I was a kid watching it, it was hard for me to track all of the things that were happening in Mission Impossible 1. I was like, okay, who's Kittredge? Why is Cutter? There's Craiger. There's a lot of people named the same. Max is something. What's the Noculus? I don't know. Let's just do At away with 16, all that. 16, that was too confusing for you? I was fucking I'm so lazy. I'm 29. It was too confusing. I was what? so lazy. It's no, so crazy. It was, it was a lot, and it was very much like, again, like they were they were taking a lot of cues from like spy novel thrillers, and they wanted, to be, they wanted mm. us to be dense and, and a little bit more you know, cerebral. This one, they were like, let's throw it out the window. Let's get John Woo, who was fucking super hot at the time, and I think this Killed his career, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Pretty much, uh, yeah. Like uh, they were like, let's get him, let's have him fucking direct something cool and make it really like visually inspired. And it just unfortunately fell super flat. Yeah, man. Does anyone have any argument uh, that this is better than? No, there can't be. No, I don't. There, there can't be. 
Alright, well, it's time to vote. Who thinks it's better than MI1? You do? Really? Better than MI1? Sorry, sorry, worse. Yeah, you're right. I was like, oh, fuck. I, I said <laughs> that wrong. I was like, yeah. guys, what are you doing? Alyssa's, yeah, watching no, live. Alyssa's watching live, and she gave me shit. She was like, the, uh, this movie was way worse than Thor The Dark World. And I gave her shit back, because I was like, you didn't even watch the movie with me. So yeah, but you wouldn't even know. Also, DJ can't do the chat right Kat Denning was in one, and she's fun to watch. So, there it is. Is she? Yeah, she's silly. <laughs> She's in two as well. Mimu. She's like, Mimu. Mimu. She goes, oh, Mimu. you're talking about Thor. I, I was like, I she was in Mission Impossible. Of Mission Impossible. Number one, Mission Impossible. Number six, Mission Impossible 2. Join us next week for Mission Impossible 3. Is this where it starts by. getting good? Yeah, we'll see. That's what I hear. We'll see. We'll see. what I hear. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember this one at all. I don't either. We'll see. It's going to be. Until next time. If you knew where I was, it wouldn't be a vacation. Careful! <laughs> I knew where I was.